when it comes to your furnace, I mean, as the title of the episode suggests, you know, my furnace is running fine, right? So we talk all the time about how uh, a lot of us don't even realize that our furnaces could be doing better because it's it's almost like a gradual decline in the performance because you notice when it just stops all of a sudden, right? But the things that happen because of age and wear and tear and stuff like that are a lot harder to notice sometimes. And so that's what I kind of want to talk about uh, is, you know, what are the ways that our furnace deteriorates over time and and what are some signs that a homeowner might actually recognize? Let's go. In the House is an Any Hour Services podcast where we talk about things homeowners should know when it comes to maintaining and repairing their homes. I'm Mike Wilson, and today I've got Richard and Kevin, their managers over the HVAC maintenance, service, and install departments at Any Hour Services. With y'all's experience, like what are some of the most common effects of age on a furnace? Yeah, I think it just uh, one of the things that we notice a lot of the time is it doesn't heat as well as it did. Okay. So, meaning like it's, does that mean you have to like turn the thermostat up higher to reach the same level of comfort? Like you, maybe you had to do 70 degrees before, but now you have to bump it up no, to 72? No, more so it takes longer to get to that 70 degrees or 72, you know, Got it. when it was new, it would get up to 70, 72 degrees, whatever you have it set quicker. Now it's like taking a lot longer to get up to that temperature. The house is still the same, but. So if you think back to how it used to work mm -hmm. and, and you actually give it some thought, is it taking longer? Uh, to to heat the home. Yeah. What what are, what are some other things? Um, maybe that you notice that you're hearing it more often. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you go for five six years in the house and you never even remember before hearing it. Then all of a sudden, just over uh, not a super long span, you're like, man, I sure hear my furnace a lot more than I remember hearing before. Right. Right. Uh, what else? Uh, energy cost. Utility bills going mm -hmm. up. So. I mean, I think a lot of people, that might be one also that they might not recognize because they assume that over time with just inflation and utility costs increasing, that that could be why their bill is going up. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, your furnace is using electricity and gas. And so you're going to pay more the less efficient it is. Right? Yeah. As some of those parts start to wear out, they, they will, they'll draw a little more. Right. Um, okay, cool. What are any other things that people might recognize? Doesn't blow as hard as it did. Okay. Um, meaning like the air coming out of the registers it, feels you know, weak. Yeah. It feels weak. It doesn't move the drapes or, you know, if you have drapes or something like there, gotcha. it doesn't move them as much as it did. It seems to feel colder than it did. Like just not quite as warm as it used to. Okay. So, I mean, I, I guess we're going over a lot of these things and I do want to like get to a point where, uh, well maybe, maybe we'll just do this. We'll take each of those and just kind of talk. Cause I want to know our, People that are listening, if they're experiencing any of these things, what are some of the things that they could do to minimize the effects of age? Because, I mean, aging is going to take its effects. Like, no furnace is going to last forever. Parts eventually wear out and stop. But, I mean, we also know, I mean, like a car, like the better you are at maintaining it, keeping it clean, and, and just taking care of it over time, the longer that thing's going to last. Your furnace is very similar. So let's talk about some of the things that we could do to take better care of our furnace that might help it to uh, last longer, age better, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the first ones that you guys said is that it it takes longer to heat the home or, or it's not heating as well as it used to. 
Um, let's talk about some of the causes. Like, why would that be the case? Um, one of the causes could be that it's just the overall furnace is dirty. Mm. You know, it's got some restrictions and something like that. And so we talked about it in the previous episode that it's overheating. Okay. So it has to, it heats up the best it can and then it cools down. So that could be one of the things that it's just, it's dirty. Okay. So um, what parts get dirty and how does that affect its ability to heat? The blower wheel gets dirty. Um, it's got those little cup fins that move the air. Those get a little dirt on there and that just doesn't move the air that it did once. You've got a, a coil that could get dirty. There again, so it's not moving the air that it's supposed to be, and it's causing overheat. Those filters are, get dirty? Filters, yep, a dirty filter. Or what we see right now a lot of is really restricting filters. You know, get that allergy pollen one or that dog hair one or whatever it is, but that restricts your airflow a lot, and it's causes it to overheat. We do run into that quite a bit. Is It's a great filter. The problem is, is the ductwork isn't designed for that thick of a filter. Mm. So um, you talked about, the the really nice filter the ones that like filter out a lot more stuff i mean we hear all the time about the poor air quality in utah and maybe people think they need to go get a nicer filter but that is a side effect is that you know it restricts the mm -hmm. airflow and if you're not feeling it blow as hard or it's like not heating the home as as well if it is if it's not able to move as much air or it's like going slower, that can be one of those causes of that mm -hmm. dirt's a, a big cause of it. So I guess then if dirt's a big cause of it, like what's something that they can do? I mean, they is the dirt doesn't start out in the furnace itself. Right. So I, I mean, would make sure the filter's clean and make sure you don't have a restricting filter. Got it. You know, if you notice that, um, take a vacuum and vacuum out the blower compartment. You know, if you're comfortable taking that panel off, Vacuum the panel out. Vacuum your overall furnace. Just be careful. There's components in there that can break. Just be really careful. So vacuum around it. Vacuum inside of it. Just you know, stay away from wires and things like that. Make sure you have a clean air filter. Um, what about uh, like restrictions out in the house as far as like vents that are closed off or returns that yeah, are blocked? That new uh, couch that you got or that new entertainment stand or something, make sure it's not blocking return or vents or if you've got a room that's you know hey i don't use this room close the vent off you know when you close vents like that it could possibly you know cause more wear and tear on the system because it's causing some pressure issues and stuff like that but open them up okay uh all right so we talked about also uh utility bills going up like um what what's causing that and how can we like minimize that if that makes sense right there's several different things that can cause it um as you're Different motors, you've got a couple little motors that are on that furnace. As they start to wear out, they can draw extra amperage. Um, Why are they wearing out? Because that's what I'm, I'm wondering. Can we do anything to like keep them from wearing out? You know, out? It's, it's like you said, they're going to wear out, but you can minimize it, um, keeping the airflow going. Uh, one of the big things that I've found is you find a lot of furnaces in rooms that share space with a dryer mm. um, or storage type areas and so a lot of people will pack things around the furnace uh your furnace itself they've got louvered doors and different things and there's areas of it that need to be able to breathe um so that some of those components will function right um and then uh, along those lines like i mentioned the dryer you get a lot of lint in the air and you know it can get in there you know we talked earlier about a flame sensor um it really can build up a lot of stuff on that little rod and make it so that just with time even a lot faster 
you'll start seeing a lot more short cycling starting and stopping um, when it's not supposed to be. And all that can contribute to a little bit higher bills and different things. Gotcha. So um, it, when you say short cycling uh, and going off and on, so maybe you hear the thing fire up, but then it goes off quickly um, or you, 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 there's air coming out of the vent but it's cool. It's not warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you notice your furnace turns on and it doesn't get up to the temperature by the time it turns off, it's short cycling for some reason. Gotcha. Or yeah, like you say, you go to the thermostat, you call for a certain temperature, it'll blow warm for a little bit, but then it shuts off and then it blows warm again. And like, it takes it going off and on a few times before it actually reaches Mm -hmm. the temperature that you called for on the yeah, on motors, the most powerful, the when they start up is when they draw the most amps. And that's where it's going to cost you, you know, charge you more to operate them. And so you want as minimal on and off as possible. But if it's short cycling, it's on, off, on, off, and it's not very efficient that way. Same with the gas. You know, you get that burner box that we light on fire, right? <laughs> if you get that metal chamber that heats up and then it cools off because it's overheating, now it has to turn around and reheat that thing back up and it's mm-hmm. going to cost your utility bills to go higher got it mm-hmm. is is the gas that it's burning is it is it similar to the motor where like you're spending the most gas when it's like initially kicking no, on or not really no it's going to be the same there gotcha it's just the cooling down period like now you have to cool down and reheat that item that's that's gonna yeah cost it's you. your the fact that you're having to redo it you know uh, the things that people notice i mean i'm actually i'm hearing like a common thread like either airflow or dirt (laughs) is is a big cause of the thing uh not functioning the way that it should and that causes more stress and strain Mm -hmm. on the system uh so so let's let's break it down just real easy because if that's the best way to uh you know maximize the life and the performance of the thing is number one maximizing airflow number two minimizing dirt let's just walk through a couple of quick suggestions on Number one, what are the best ways for them to maximize airflow? Open your vents. Okay. Open the vents around the house? Yes. Yeah, everybody thinks that, oh, it's, it's I get extra. Or I'm trying to push air to this other part of the room, and so they'll close off certain vents. And oftentimes, the, the design of the duct that was put in there needed all those vents to be open. Mm. Uh, and so it can actually be bad for your system. Not every system. Some systems can handle it just fine, but a lot, I mean, that's pretty common to find systems where it does it needs to have those vents open yeah i'll i usually recommend to people like don't close more than 20 percent of the vents like if first start with everything open and see how the thing runs and then if you are going to like close vents because you've got it in your head that that's what has to happen don't close more than 20 percent of them so go around and count the vents up if you've got 10 don't close more than two if you've got four don't close more than wait no 20 if you've got 20 vents don't close more than four um and then if you're if you do that and then you notice your furnace starting to not perform as well go back and open those up so okay so go around make sure vents are open i'm assuming that also goes for make sure that the return airs aren't blocked Mm -hmm. um what are some other airflow restrictions that they should pay attention to filter making sure the filter's clean um we talk a lot about that on this show is there a way is there an easy way for them to like know if it's dirty or not because I'm or too dirty. Does that make sense? <clears throat> what I do is I hold, I hold it up to light 
Okay. And if I can see like it's really good and it's basically no restricting, then it's a clean filter. If it really dims it down and you can't see as well, it's a dirty filter. Because like I mean, for those that are uh, watching the show on YouTube or whatever, like if you look at these two filters before it got to that really dark gray, I'm sure there was a light gray version that if you held it up next to this brand new white one, it would have looked dirty. But like being able to know what's that too dirty. So take it out, hold it up to the light. If you can't see light through it, you're not getting yeah, air through it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see light even through this dirty one. We're going to mm-hmm. see light, but you're going to tell it's a drastic different. Mm-hmm. If it's too, if it's drastic, it's too dirty. Gotcha. And anytime you have a clean filter, it's better for it anyway. So if there's a doubt, change it. Gotcha. Yeah. They make filters super cheap and easy to be able to do that without too big of a cost or mm-hmm. hassle. Now you, you also mentioned don't stack things around the furnace. Cause I think a lot of people's furnaces are in, you know, uh, equipment rooms. Mm-hmm. And I know at my house, sometimes that turns into a little bit of a storage room. And so, um, making sure that things aren't, how, is there a recommended space that you should keep from, keep them away from the furnace? You know, code, when you're building the house, at least around here, you've got to have uh, in front of the door or in front of the furnace when the door is closed, you got to have six inches. Okay. Right. So that it can breathe and draw the different air, the air in for whatever else. I mean, we go into some houses and they got stuff stacked all the way around the furnace. On right top up, of the furnace. Right up tight. Yeah. I mean, and it that is going to affect how that furnace operates. Gotcha. The 80% furnaces, they have louvers on the front door. That's how it gets the air to breathe for the oxygen for the flames. Mm-hmm. And if that's restricted or dirty, it's going to change the way that those, that burner is going to run and it's not going to run as efficient as it could. Well, that's, that reminds me, I mean, when, we're, when you're talking about that combustion air in the room, like um, a lot of uh, equipment rooms will have like a big 8, 10-inch pipe coming into the room bringing fresh air from outside. And during the winter, it's cold. Like I was over at a friend's house and I was talking to him about some things and I went to his equipment room, opened the door, and he had that pipe there. And standing out in the hall, it's a little bit warm, but when you open that, you can tell it's a little bit cooler in that room and I had him hold his hand up and there was a breeze coming out of that. And his thought was like, well, why am I letting cold air into the house? And what I've seen at a lot of homes is they'll stuff a pillow or a blanket or towel or something up in there because they're like, well, I don't want the cold air coming in. But uh, that that can be just as bad as stacking stuff around it because you need that air for any gas burning appliance, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that is something that a lot of people, it's a misconception. Um, we've even had up to, maybe you'll maybe you'll have to edit this out, right? I'm going to say it anyway, though. Um, one of our utility companies, uh-huh. right, around the area uh, was actually telling people, and when I say utility, it was, it was a third party that they were using to help them get some stuff done. But they had certain employees that were actually telling people, oh, yeah, that's affecting your energy consumption on your house. You need to stuff a pillow in there. And it wasn't until we had a few things come back to us that we were able to actually contact the utility provider. We gave them specific addresses and they were able to get that fixed. Right. So if it's something that you didn't realize or somebody, that's a very common misconception that people have out there. Wow. I didn't realize that, uh, there were people going out and telling people to actually, how long ago was that? That was within the last two months, month and a half. Are you serious? Yeah. I need to bring that up on the radio. I did not even realize that. Okay. So people are having these energy audits done. Yeah. And I, I don't know this. I don't know if it was an energy audit or exactly what the scenario was, why the people were out there. Sure. But in the course of having a person in their home, they were told by the representative of the utility company that, Hey, you need to fill 
that in because it's not good for your energy efficiency, right? But it wasn't the actual it utility company. It wasn't the actual company. utility company. It was a third party that they had helping them out. So, Got it. So that's why I was like, uh, I don't know. Do we say this on... Well, anyway, we're, we're not calling anybody out. Yeah. And I think it's useful for people to hear because if they have had someone tell them that. And in the utility company's credit, to their credit, we let them know. And they're like, oh, thank you so much for letting us know that. And they jumped right on it Got to it. figure out what was going on. But my point in bringing that up is this is, is wide misconception that that vent is a bad thing when it needs to be there. Right. Any other like airflow maximization techniques like that? that are common. We talked about filters, vents, that uh, air coming in, um, not stacking stuff around. I think those are the kind of the basic things, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we talked about maximizing airflow. The, another, the next one was minimizing dirt. Uh, so let's talk about uh, that a little bit more specifically. Uh, a clean filter, obviously. Clean filter. A, a lot of people think that the filter is there to clean the air that you're breathing, but it's actually its main purpose is to actually keep the furnace clean. Yeah, right? Protect mm -hmm. the system. Make sure the filter actually fits well mm. inside. We see a lot of, I've got a filter, but there's so much air that gets around it or it's not the right size. So Make, how do they check that? Do they just... If, like, when you put the filter in, you can kind of feel if it fits right or if it's snug or something like that. But if it like just kind of wobbles everywhere. If, it's, if you see gaps. Yeah, gaps. You know? There's a lot of different styles of filter rack, which is why it's hard to say a, a one way to, to do it. Hopefully, there's a thing somewhere on there that says what size if, you use. If you use like bricks to hold it in place, it's probably not. You've seen that? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bricks, wood, wow. duct tape. We've seen all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, that that's typically not a good filtering system. I've seen filters where um, it like it lays loose, and then when the thing comes on, it like kind of gets sucked up into place that's or whatever. the duct tape we see a lot is that so it, it because it won't they just tell you well every time i change a filter i duct tape the top of it to the wow. to you know where it won't move interesting uh okay you also talked about sometimes the rooms that the things are in uh like laundry rooms attics where there's insulation in the laundry room you've got lint from the mm -hmm. dryer and things and especially if you've got louvers on the front of the door when that thing kicks on there it's like a little vacuum and it pulls in Anything that's in the air or on the ground around the thing, it can it, it creates a vacuum going towards the furnace, and that can come in. Uh, and through the door, if it goes through the louvers on the doors, like that's that's after the filter, so that could be a way that the thing is like pulling air in. So, um, like, I mean, do they sweep around it, vacuum around it, wipe it down with a rag? Keep it, like, yeah, keep yeah, it around just, the room. Yeah, the, keep the, things clean in that room. You know, keep if it's dusty or something, vacuum the room. I'll tell you, room. I uh, I went to a tune. This is completely well anyway i went to a tune-up one time and older couple super nice couple and i went down to his 55 year old plus furnace and the thing looked brand new wow and it was because they kept around it super clean they would weren't afraid to wipe things off and everything else and i mean 55 year old furnace the thing was in immaculate shape and was running perfect wow you know and i mean that's just because they were very meticulous in making sure their surrounding and everything was just clean mm, that's great yeah i when you brought up Richard earlier about how the blower fan can get dirt building up on the fins, uh, it actually made me think, or, cause like people might not quite understand that or like be able to look at it. But I would say that take a look at your ceiling fans. If you have ceiling fans and the blades have on the leading edge, like have, you know, dirt that builds up on that more than likely you've got some dirt building up on the leading edge of your blower fans as well and so every time you go and clean those 
just realize that like no one's down there cleaning that blower wheel and it makes the thing less efficient because if it doesn't have that clean scoop to move as much air as possible, like that dirt on the leading edge really like minimizes the amount of air that it can move. Right. There's a lot of engineering that goes into that too. So it's going to wear that motor out sooner also. Right. And, and when it's not doing that, yeah, that, that increases the amp draw mm-hmm. on the thing and it increases your utility bills. So all of that stuff all caused by a little bit of dirt buildup on, and it doesn't take much, right? No. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess over time that could throw the thing out of whack or out oh, of yeah, balance. Oh yeah, definitely. And stuff we like have that, that too, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. So, uh, airflow, keeping the thing clean. Now, you talked about going and, and performing a, a tune-up, and I think that I don't know of, except maybe this uh, elderly couple, I don't know of many people that have it on their cleaning checklist. You know, you've got, you know, mop the floors and vacuum the carpets and dust and do all the things like that, but I, at my house, the furnace isn't on the cleaning checklist, right? So... um Talk to me about this annual maintenance that uh, that needs to be performed. Um, you know, it's something that uh, recommended by the manufacturer, right? Um, and when there's so much, I mean, like we're talking about, so much that depends upon cleanliness, right? A lot of times we're getting in there to see, one, the state of things, um, and two, if there's a way to prevent anything from getting to a bad state by looking at the cleanliness um, there's a lot of stuff when we're talking about just the furnace itself on the inside. We're not even talking about the air that's blowing and getting drawn in and blown throughout the house. We're talking just the stuff that's going inside the unit. Mm. Um, and that's where we're going to get in and check the different components and whatnot to make sure that things haven't got to a point to where it's costing you more money, uh, things that are about to fail, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. I, I heard someone uh, describe once like, when the system is brand new, it works really, really well, right? The way that it was designed to, if it was installed properly. But every hour that the thing runs, you've got heat, you've got vibration, you've got parts moving, things expanding and contracting. And every hour that the thing runs, year over year, you know, hour after hour, the thing gets a little bit further out of alignment, I guess you could say, if you want to make that car analogy again. And the purpose of us coming out and performing that annual maintenance and the reason that manufacturers want you to do it is because they know that the thing's going to last longer if you can keep it clean, keep it is in as close to brand new condition as you can get it, and you can only accomplish that if you're actually taking care of it and coming in and doing that maintenance periodically. And so, you know, once a year having your furnace looked at, once a year having your air conditioner looked at, because even though there are parts that they share, uh, that run all the time, you still need to check those. The ones that run all year round, you should check them twice a year, but the parts that only run during the season, you only need to check them, you know, once a year. So I, I think in this day and age, people, they, they want that magic bullet, you know, or the silver bullet or that, that the quick fix type of thing. And out of those three things, maximizing airflow, minimizing dirt and, uh, you know, having that annual maintenance done, if we were going to recommend how do you get the most life out of your furnace with the least amount of effort that you have to put in, like from listening to you guys talk, I would probably say 
keeping a clean air filter and making sure that you're having that annual maintenance done because part of the annual maintenance is cleaning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Filters are <clears throat> way over or underlooked at like we don't do a good enough job just as a whole as we go through houses. Like filters are way more important. Like you said earlier, the filter is designed to protect the system. It's not necessarily designed to clean the air, air of the house. That's kind of what it's understood as, but it's actually was designed to protect the system. Mm. So, I mean, there you go. Even though your furnace is blowing some warm air, if it is over, yeah. Just just one thing. I was just sitting here thinking. A common phrase that I heard a lot when I was running a lot of service was, well, it's never had a problem before. Mm. I heard that a lot. Well, it's never had a problem before. I just, something to keep in mind. These are mechanical systems, right? And they can run for years and years and years without a problem, but they will eventually at some point in their life have a problem. And the whole goal is to extend the amount of time without problems, right? right. But when it gets to that point, you know, don't be surprised, <laughs> right? I mean, they will eventually have something that wears out on them. Gotcha. That's a good point. And I think it plays right into that as far as like, um, it's never had a problem before, but you haven't actually noticed how the problems have been adding up over time because it kept going. It's like me as I get older. When I was younger, you know, playing basketball, being active and stuff, and just over the years with the extra pounds, like whatever, <laughs> I can still tie my shoes. I can still bend over. I can still do some things. I can actually still play basketball, but not with the same intensity not the same efficiency and it's even more obvious now with a senior that really loves playing basketball and you know me thinking like never had a problem playing basketball before <laughs> then all of a sudden my knees start hurting my yeah. back starts hurting right a little more ibuprofen right as as things get older they just don't work as well as they used to but i, I guarantee I probably, looking back, could have done a better job of taking care of myself physically, you <laughs> could, know. Could have got a little more uh, life in those legs. Right, right. Anyway, so, yeah, our furnaces is no different. So even if it's never had a problem before, just understand if the thing is over six years old, five years old, seven, 10, 15, the older the thing is, the more important it is to stay on top of that maintenance and to uh, have someone check it out to make sure that you're extending the life for as long as possible. So any final thoughts? No, I thanks for having us on. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for uh, sharing your input and your experience with that. This, uh, topic. All of those that are listening and watching the show, thanks so much for your attention. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. Thank you.